you're listening to McCartney and Goal. This is the podcast that debates, dissects and disseminates the great works of musical pop culture. We're going to take some stories about an album that we love. We're going to mix in some opinion, sprinkle a World Cup style knockout scenario and stick it all in a blender. The results could be delectable or inedible. We'll start with the qualifiers and we'll get down to eight quarterfinalists. We'll race to the nerve jangling semis and then the big one, the final. At at times we may be ill-informed. We could be biased, and we will certainly be subjective. McCartney will not be harmed during the making of this podcast. You've tweaked will... that. It's different. I, I like it. Well, I mean, why I... would McCartney be harmed during the making of this podcast? I know. He says it like people would actually be worried about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's why we're getting listeners. It says McCartney in gold, but he might be in gold at like some sort of children's five-a-side birthday scenario. I mean, yeah. I wasn't particularly stressed about it. one of those it. plastic balls that yeah. fly around. He'll simply be required to stand Nothing. in goal. Nothing. He just carries straight on. Respect <laughs> you. Just, 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 just wait to carry just, on with it. Just gave, he just give us a stare and just carried straight on. Oh. <laughs> Back to the script. These idiots. Oh, I have the patience. Well, we kick about a musical football. I'm David Hughes. I'm joined by my fellow referees, Brett. Hello. And Steve Sumner. Hello. Today, we're going, today, we're going to Not jet yesterday. back to 1973. Lovely stuff. Yeah. Let me roll it along oh. before Mrs. Vanderbilt bangs it. on the wall and asks us to turn it down. <laughs> Stretching it. <laughs> is, 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 okay, keep going. Steve currently has no words. Lovely. True. Yep. Debated. Today we're discussing Band on the Pun. Hey, lovely oh. stuff. Self-referencing, breaking the fourth wall, it's all there. And puns. What more could you need? High quality, David. High quality. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, we enjoyed that. I think so I'm going now. Did you really enjoy it? You don't look like you did. <laughs> I genuinely did, Dave. Yeah. He's just Thank being you. nice. <laughs> well, I enjoy, I enjoy my not enjoyment of it. It's Thank you for being of... nice as well. Thank yeah. you. That's, that's all right. We've got um, seven songs through to the quarterfinals and two uh, playing off in the qualifiers to reach oh. quarterfinals, which makes nine songs. Maths. Love it. As opposed yeah. to... As opposed to the American race, which had Helen Wheels on it against McCartney's Wishes, which Ooh. I think is absolutely right because Helen Wheels is not the best. What's the running time on this album? Do you know? It's about 45 minutes. Isn't it? oh, so it's quite a chunky. They're chunky, chunky oh, songs. Don't like, you don't think of them as super long or like proggy or in that sense. But Some of them are, are reasonably sight. Yeah, I, like, I could be lying about the time, but um, yeah. So the first qualifier is Mamunia. Against Mrs. Vanderbilt. Oh, what? Come on. Easy, easy. That's not easy at all. Yeah, bosh. Well, I'm going to. All right, I'm going to suggest that that Vanderbilt's going. Brett's going with Vanderbilt because it has an energy about. It's great. Makes me think of Brett. It's got a punky pogoing sort of thing to it. Totally. So I knew uh, you were going to say that. 
absolutely it reminds me of like 68 abbey road recording sessions or 69 you know <sighs> just that type of era of mccartney that kind of bouncy poppy he's got an yeah. acoustic guitar at the harbour but still really kind of upbeat and poppy really popular Great. overseas but i think the south american market completely go mad for it yeah um, and apparently in ukraine it's massive as well yeah huge in ukraine yeah um oh cripes this is really hard because i think mamunia is amazing and i love the two bit song structure where he's got the beautiful verses and the stacked harmonies and then you go to the mamunia bits which are in a completely different key which is musically really interesting oh man that's really this whole album's going to be really difficult for me because I, I love both of them and I, I think i think vanderbilt's got the legs to go all the way uh, which is why i'm gonna to have to oh no i'm gonna no. do you want me to come back to you and go to, straight to dave give you a couple of seconds to get no i'm going mamunia i'm going mamunia okay i'm going vanderbilt dave it's all over to you well i'm gonna say hey hey ho <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't like Mamunia at all. I'm going with oh, I, I think it's possibly my least favourite song on the album. And I, I do like it. It's nice and I, I'll hum along when it comes on. But Mrs. Vanderbilt is great. It's a little pop gem that isn't that well known in the McCartney canon. I love it. You, you, yeah, see, I would, have, I would have agreed with you. But the one time I've seen McCartney live, that came right. on and the crowd went bats yeah so i think i think it's song. i think it's pop really really popular within the mccartney fan base okay, i don't I think fan... i agree i don't think it's pro probably well known outside maybe which one are you talking about vanderbilt you, you saw mccartney in ukraine did you in ukraine that's correct <laughs> they were mad for it okay so that's so we got the quarterfinals the quarterfinals are Band on the Run against Picasso's Last Words, No Words against 1985, mm. Let Me Roll It against Mrs. Vanderbilt, and Bluebird mm. up against Jet. I could tell you where all those are going to go except one, which is going to be hideous, but all right. Start with you want, Dave. It's your podcast. Go on. Band on the Run. Stuck inside these phone walls. Sent inside forever. Picasso's last words. What, 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 what last words have we got for Picasso's last words? Because we know what's going to win this. We know what's going to win it. Yeah. All right. Well, fine. Obviously. Picasso's last words. I was actually one of was the weak spot on the album for me because I really liked the song until it got into the stuff at the end, which I just felt meandering and pointless. But once Do you mean the concept bit at the end, where or the concepty you know, bit? But now, now that's I understand. Clever. I like that. Well, now I get it. Once I got that, it was him trying to do a Picasso on it and actually sort of look at the song through different sort of windows and do it in different Dorby styles. I sort of was like, oh, that's really cool. And the way he brings it all back together. But if I was going to listen to Picasso's last words, I'd probably listen to the Wings Over America, is it, version of it? Because they just do the song, the two-minute yeah. song, and then get off. Um, 
and Band on the Run's got to go through. I mean, it's obvious, but I do, I do have a lot of time for Picasso's last words. So Picasso's last words, you know the, the, the story of that, how that got written? Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman dreamed it and, and then he was in the toilet singing it and McCartney stole it from him, I think. <laughs> Dustin Something Hoffman woke like up that. and it, it was fully formed in his head. It was fully formed he in sat, his head. sat down at the piano and started playing. He was saying yeah. scrambled beef and then it just yeah came out. Yeah, that's, that's that. it. No, the story was, for anyone who hasn't heard the story before, not three total geeks like us, that he met... Uh, Hoffman at the Papillon premiere um, in, was it Montego Bay? And uh, they were having dinner afterwards and Hoffman says, can you write a song about anything? And McCartney's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm Paul McCartney. And um, so Hoffman pulls out the paper article about Picasso's last words. And then kind of McCartney kind of writes the skeleton of it there and then and, and blows Dustin Hoffman's mind. Tiny mind. And that's why I believe he took the role in Tootsie. <laughs> yeah i heard that actually i heard that it wasn't written as a woman's role as well and he, he decided just to wear women's clothes for the role as a result of that song and they had to rewrite the, the script it's a true story Always true story true. there we go go on then dave so you're voting for man on the run as well i presume yeah i am uh, uh, this is um this picasso's last words are interesting because paul mccartney is picasso i think for me in that um he's not he's paul mccartney picasso hey. hey pablo pablo picasso pablo yeah spanish for paul yeah oh. the kind of inventiveness that picasso had and the um the creativity is it, it's often clever and interesting but it's not always pleasing so those picasso paintings where you've got the woman with the contorted head and it's it's kind of drawn in profile and at the same time it's drawn face on and you look at it and you're like yeah I, I can see what he's done and it's it's really clever i wouldn't hang it on my wall and a lot of mccartney's solo work is like that it's interesting and he's a genius in so many things that he does but it's just not ultimately not pleasing some of it is and band on the run is one of those tracks that's just immensely pleasing and as soon as it finishes i just want to put it back to the beginning and listen to it again but yeah picasso's last Great words is it is that third of his catalog that's like oh yeah, it's yeah, it's really clever. It's a, it's great, technically great. It is. It's an amazing achievement. I mean, we've got to put this album into the context of of how it was made and the situation around it. I mean, it is an extraordinary achievement. It literally, for him to have conceived that song, and I know they demoed it beforehand, but to to pull it off with just him, Denny Lane, and Linda McCartney, the only people in the studio with two microphones, apparently. And an eight track and having to they had to basically build a studio when they got there when they arrived at lagos i mean mccartney even going back before that mccartney was just thinking about where he's going to record the next album and found a book of all the studios emi had in the world went oh there's one in lagos let's try that and he just went there with two band members falling off the the wagon as it were literally a couple of days before flying to nigeria and he, he turns around and he makes something a this album but then this this last track as well so conceptually finely tuned all the little dovetails in the references to the previous songs on the album it's 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 an it's a great achievement well, well we should probably talk about that generally then that is the, the whole splicing things together thing because that's a uniquely mccartney thing to do because if we're, if we're looking at that 
end section of Picasso's Last Words and it's got, you know, bits that are coming. But if you look at Band on the Run, I mean, it's three songs. It's three different bits of three different songs yeah. put together. And no one else is doing that. I mean, if you look at it, you've got, you know, the second side of Abbey Road where he sort of first yeah. started doing it. The second side of Red Rose Speedway is the same. Then you've got Uncle Albert and Admiral Halsey, which is about four songs, five songs or something in, in, in one. And on and on and on, you know. And it's like Band on the Run is is three you know, it's a three song suite, which is, you know, no one else really pulls that off. And McCartney doesn't always pull it off, but when he does, it's amazing. And then a, couple, well, a few years later, you get Bohemian Rhapsody and that's the, the same, yeah, same yeah. sort of thing. But yeah, not many people do, um, but you've got the, and, and actually this is um, maybe quite a good matchup band on the run of Castle's Last Words, because you've got two songs that do it. One does it beautifully Mm. And, and one does it in a in a way that you know we're talking about it as yeah it's really interesting it's really clever but I don't want to listen to that too much. I, I like I like everything on this album, so I wouldn't necessarily say that. But yeah, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily pick it out on its own. Maybe, but Band on the Run is is definitive. It's just glorious. Oh, amazing! Right, next quarter final then, because that one's decided. Uh, we got no words against 1985. Can we hear them? You wanna give your love away and end up giving nothing. I'm not surprised that your black eyes are gazing. You say that love is everything. But we... Oh, no one ever left behind in 1985. Will No words and 1985. How do we feel? There's something about no words that I noticed when preparing for the podcast, which I'd not noticed before, which is even though it's so 70s in its production, the the harmonies just remind me of the whole of Rubber Soul. And and so that's the only one that's not written by McCartney. Yeah, it's a Denny Lane song, which is why I can't can't in all good, good conscience vote it through at this stage. But uh, it's really nice. I mean, it's, it's, it's the one that's grown on me the most because, uh, again, I had to sort of go and apply myself to it. And I, I, won't, I won't skip it anymore because I, I think it's got real value, but I can't vote for it. Yeah, I mean, 1985, which I also call 1985 for, for shorthand, is just an absolute stonker. It's such a great, great yeah. song. And I that love it. just amazing. Oh, the ending when it, it just decays and then Ban on the Run comes in. Just, yeah. I don't know, it's so clever. I mean, that, but... 1985 is such a great song. Early use of synthesizer. It really, to me, that is like a almost a proto disco song because the just the rhythm on it, the the propulsion it's got. Yeah, and it's what 1973, so it's really ahead of the game. It's an absolute. It's it's a it's a funky little number, isn't it? it really I'd is say. Great. Even though I'm going to vote for it, I'd say that. I mean, pretty much none of the lyrics on this album make sense, so I'm not going to get into that too much but of all i think some of the ones that don't make sense work better than this not making sense i mean it really is you know i've got yeah it's it doesn't it doesn't hang particularly well together for me but musically it's so great that that doesn't particularly bother me also he's doing a voice he's doing one of those voices there are like 
it's a bit like Tom Waits. Not many singers do that thing. Or Tom yeah. Waits has like five or six voices that he yeah. does, and Macca has them, and he's he's doing that sort of. I'm gonna sing yeah. in this sort of slightly Kermit yeah. the Frog way. It's great. So, okay, cool. And it actually, again, I really it like. Really that. Works. Yeah, yeah. It really works. Yeah, really works. There's a live recording of him doing it, and it sounds amazing. Just his vocals. He puts a bit more gravel into it, and that, and it's yeah. just like whoa. I mean, we could just talk for hours about McCartney's voice, his vocal range, his oh, yeah. ability to sing in any kind of voice. Absolutely. So, he did yeah. so many things so well. And, and that was his yeah. voices and, and his vocals. And he, cook, were one he, cook, he cooks a nice omelette as well, just to, yeah. to balance it out. I've you heard know. that. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've heard a third on? of his omelettes are fantastic. A third are <laughs> quite good. And, and a third of them are you best avoided. <laughs> he puts yeah. artichokes in or yeah, anchovies. Oh, yeah. Come on, Macca. What are you doing? They're interesting, but yeah, not, not yeah. really pleased. You won't get anchovies. You won't get anchovies in a Macca pizza. That's, that's, that's fish. What are you talking about? Yeah, he'll push the boundaries. That's exactly what Dave's saying. He'll push the boundaries just just to show how you know how versed and skilled he is at omelette making. Oh. Oh, okay, all right. I'll right, moving on. Yeah. So we know that uh, I'm voting for uh, 1985. Yeah, I, I'm I'm voting for 1985, but with with tip of the cap to Denny Lane. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a good song. It's not great. I think um, it it wouldn't have made it onto a Beatles album. Um, I think 1985 is good, but not great. Um, oh, but it's, it's the better one, so I'm going to vote for that. Which um, brings us next quarterfinal, which is Let Me Roll It. Mrs. Vanderbilt. Oh, for fuck's sake. Ooh. That's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. That is a tough one. I love both of these songs. I really like Let Me Roll It. He really likes Let Me Roll It because he really likes the fact, he really likes the guitar lick on that. Yeah, when there's, which is where all the Lennon talk comes from, which uh, is he's kind of taught. People are obsessive, really obsessive about that. The whole, you know, it's like, oh, it was a homage to Lennon thing. But it's like, well, there are other more obvious ones than that. I don't think, I don't, I don't think it is particularly, but um, I can yeah. understand. I can understand that though the the obsession that, that everybody has with McCartney and Lennon and how their lives yeah no I get bounced that. off each other while they but, were both still alive. No, I get that. It's just a bit of a strange choice because if you've got something like Dear Friend on the end of Wildlife, which is very very specifically lyrically directed at John Lennon, and it kind of sinks because no one's really listening to that album. And then you get this, which isn't aimed at Lennon in any way, but because sonically it sounds, it's mixed the way Lennon's records are mixed and because the guitar riff sounds like cold turkey, everyone's like, oh, it's McCartney doing Lennon as a tribute. And it's yeah. like, oh, well, this yeah. seems, just seems like a strange interpretation. But yeah, I get why people want to, you know, talk about it for sure. But then you can read so much into that, can't you? Like the, the why, why is he, why is he, doing a homage to that is it homage to lennon is he yeah. is he ripping lennon off is he is he saying something else about it? and you've got this that ambiguity that you can then project your own 
thoughts on the McCartney-Lennon relationship. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I, I just don't, I don't particularly buy it, but um, I like it. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to vote for. I'm going to sit on the fence because Vanderbilt's amazing, and Let Me Roll It is is absolutely prime prime slice of macca. I think my more, maybe mm. my only issue is that I think Vanderbilt feels like something that exists in my head on band in on band on the run whereas let me roll it would get on a classic mccartney compilation maybe that'll swing it for me i don't know brett where are you going i'm struggling i really enjoy both of them um uh, well I, i'm gonna say hey hey ho um, <laughs> it's about good. for me <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that joke was better the second time <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably be doing it in three weeks' time, doing it in the, the, uh, the yeah. little podcast. <laughs> um, I am going to go with Let Me Roll It because purely because I can't choose between them. I like both of them a lot, but I did hear him play Let Me Roll It live and it was amazing. And I really like that song. Dave, where are you going? He's just gone van. Do you hey. remember the joke? Hey, hey, oh, yeah. oh, I remember yeah. the joke. I blanked it because of the joke. <laughs> I would have remembered yeah, that one. Yeah, obviously, that joke traumatised you so much. Yeah, that I just... I mean, it was erased about it from history. 16 seconds ago. So, and I'm so, hoping yeah. to... I hope you to pull that out again oh, in the semi, Steve. So gosh. don't let me down. Don't let him pull it out in the semi, Steve. Oh, out loud. It's got to be Let Me Roll It. Yeah, it has. It's got to be Let Me Roll It, yeah. I think just Let Me Roll It is too... Just trick of the Vanderbilt gag. No, I don't... I, I, gag is in inverted commas, let's be honest. Um... Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Let me roll it. I think is is the more definitive one that would exist outside the album. All right. And the next uh, last course final is Bluebird against Jet. Late at night when the wind is still, I'll come flying through your door, and you'll know what love is for. I'm a bluebird. I'm a bluebird. I'm a bluebird. I'm a bluebird. Bluebird against Jet. Well, I mean, this is very hard really to see anything winning other than Jet because it's just a behemoth, isn't it? It's a massive mega hit. It could quite easily have gone on any Beatles album. I struggled with it for a long time, actually. Did you? Yeah, I really did. And I think, if I'm honest, which I should be, it was a Partridge issue. Alan Partridge. (laughs) Yeah. Only the band the Beatles could have been. Only the band the Beatles could have been. Yeah, I think... think Whenever I heard Jet, I saw Partridge in his hotel room <laughs> going, Jet! And it, it, it yeah. just kind of spoilt it for me. Yeah, if you've never listened to Kate Bush before, hearing the Partridge Kate Bush medley, it will ruin it for you for well, so many years. There you go. Um, and also, I think that there's a lot to be said for Bluebird. I really like it. I like, I particularly, I think, think one of the things we haven't talked about on this album is, is the, the stacking of the vocal harmonies, which are, is just amazing. But yes, Jets, I have, again, sort of gone away and come back and listened to it properly without, without Partridge in my head anymore and gone, okay, yeah, this is flipping marvellous. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, uh, it's definitely going to get my vote, um, I think. Bluebird is a really nice song. I love the harmonies on it. I mean, his vocal performance is just 
so good. I, I think uh, that I think about it is it's almost too smooth, too perfect. Yeah, it's I almost think a bit a, lounge jazz in places. Yeah, it's just got that just ten uh, percent too much jazz yeah. to it. If it had taken a bit of the jazz off, kept it a little bit more rough edge, a bit more bluesy, like some of the earlier demo versions are. Like oh, I've heard those, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be really good. Like a bit more like a band playing it. Obviously, the problem is he didn't have a band. He had him playing the drums, him playing the bass, him doing probably quite a bit of the guitars. Linda would have been on keyboards. Um, and obviously, Danny Lane would have been on guitar and backing vocals. There's a nice bit in the documentary that he made about this album when it was re-released where he was saying, talking about Linda, essentially, you know, transforming from being a very fine photographer portrait photographer to becoming a you know a musician and mm. you know obviously a musician on tour and, and doing that job and doing it you know and she got there in the end doing it very well but he's, he says about, i don't know how you found about trying to tell your wife how to do something but uh, it's never that easy <laughs> <laughs> he talks about that you know just how obviously he would go right you know he'd be used to talking to musicians uh, who would, could just do what he'd ask and obviously he's, now he's telling his wife, can you do it like this? And she will play it in her own way. And you obviously have to have that, you know, flexibility in, in that kind of communication to make sure that it you know, didn't cause any, any Well, problems. it's a hell of a gamble. I mean, a hell of a gamble. Yeah, you know, asking really your is. wife to be in the band. And when, oh. I mean, I'd, I'd say the jury's still out on whether it paid off or not, to be honest. And of all the people that you could work for in a band, Paul McCartney, by accounts, was not the easiest taskmaster. Oh, I think he was pretty stressed at that time, wasn't he? It's interesting to hear you say he was depressed in the early 1971 because two band members left this band just before they jetted off, ironically, to Nigeria. Um, Although, in fairness to them, I think, I mean, bearing in mind how many people left Wings because of what a dick Macca was to them, I I think, yes, you know, he he was under a lot of pressure and and the album's great Mm. as a result and all of that, I agree with, but I think morally he probably wasn't in the right as he tended not to be because people kept walking out of Wings for the same reasons. Uh, Just financial. Well, we're not paid, we're not appreciated, he's a taskmaster, we have to do what we're told, I've got no creative freedom, you know, I get told note to note what to play and so on and so on and so on. You know, this is the thing, isn't it? Once you've once you've been in the Beatles and then you, you, you can literally do it all. It's so hard to let go. But I don't think he's got a lot of self-knowledge because Denny Lane said that they were at a George Harrison session one time and Paul, Paul turned up and, and everyone was really, really uptight for the whole time until Paul McCartney left. And then everyone was like, oh, thank God. Because he said, basically, he said, look, the thing about oh, Macca is he, th- he thinks, Macca. yeah, but he said, he said, Macca thinks he's laid back. He thinks he's really laid back, but he's not. He's a massive stress head and a total control freak. So when he's around, it's like, and it's even worse because, you know, he's like, yeah, everything's fine. Everyone's like, no, it's not. Right. What were we even talking about? Right, so uh, Bluebirds and Jet. Hello. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Jet then. Jet. Okay, so we're getting to the semi-finals, Dave. What have we got? Tell us the lineup. First semi-final is Band on the Run and 1985. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this difficult? Just, oh, <laughs> oh, hang on, let's build some tension. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But is this difficult? Yes, of course it's difficult. I love both of these songs. All right, okay, I'm going to go Band on the Run. Okay, well, there you go. For me, it's straight through. It's clear as... Go on, then. Make a case for 1985. Well, I mean, uh, why is 1985 so good? I mean, I love it. He played that. He just... He turned... The gig I went to... So I went to a gig 
in 2010. And he just, when he turned around and played this song, he goes, just goes to the piano, just starts tonking it out. It was superb. It really got everyone going. So I love this song. I loved it then. I love it now, but I'm going to have to vote for Band on the Run because it's an all-time classic. It breaks my heart. Well, obviously, I'm voting for Band on the Run. And also, again, like all the lyrics on the album, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But again, I think the whole lot of sense that it doesn't make is better than the whole lot of sense that 1985 doesn't really make. Um, I, I, I love I love both, but Band of the Runs oh, just 1985 is is kind of such a stonker, isn't it? That the vocal's yeah. so soulful, the beat is proper danceable. It's one of his most danceable songs, I would say. Right, Davros, where are we? So the next semi-final is Let Me Roll It, controversial and Jet. Oh, that's easy for me. But I think, well, I, I'm I'm predicting here that I'm going to go for Let Me Roll It because I've always had issues with Jet and, uh, and clearly Dave is going to go for Jet because he has issues with Let Me Roll It. So, Brett, I'm going to predict that you're going to be deciding. because I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> am, am I correct, Davros? I, uh, how, Don't game I, it. Don't game it. Just just go with the heart. What would you, what'd you say? What, what's, in, what's in your heart, Steve? Uh, well, what, what I just said, I mean, it's it, it's got to be... No, it's got to be ninety. It's got to be. Oh, you confuse me now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got to be. Let me roll it. It's got to be. Let me roll it. Okay, let me roll it. it is great. I, I. It's a crack. It's an absolute Stonewall classic. Um, it's, jet, it's jet. It's not. It's not jet. Let, let me roll it. Uh, was against Mrs. Vanderbilt. I voted for Mrs. Vanderbilt. Let me roll it as against Jet. I'm going Jet every day of the week and twice on Sundays twice yeah. on Sundays okay come on Lemon so, do the right thing um, you, in fact I seem to remember earlier that you politically petitioned me to, to get let me roll it through and therefore you owe me from earlier so for the first time <laughs> on this podcast I'm not going to appeal to what you think is right I'm going to pull in that favour he can't there's no way that he could go for let me roll it why is so your issue with let me roll it the lyrics are better well, the, the, everything's better about it he, even if let me roll it was a great song rather than a good song which is not jet when that first jet comes in and you all punch the air no you don't because it just reminds me of partridge see dave Balls. i was i was gonna vote for jet but when you did the air punch oh. of the air it really put me on <laughs> i'm really Balls. struggling Balls drums. to get that image as a drummer uh, as a drummer, I mean, his drumming is superb. And he said, again, he said, oh, yeah, I'm all right, drummer. But like some of the fills on this on, on this album. Which yeah. Keith Moon thought was stunning. Yeah, old oh, Mooney loved it. But I mean, Mooney drove a Rolls Royce into a swimming pool. So what is he? No, he doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, how, it, when Keith Moon said that, how many uh, whiskeys had he had on his cornflakes that morning? <laughs> how many... <laughs> How many cocaine uh, cornflakes, you know, omelettes that he stuffed in his gullet? We don't know. We can't trust the word of Keith Moon. Um, but it's some of the, he's a really good, he's a really good, he's a really good, McCartney is a really good drummer. Um, and Even the fills on this are great. Let me play it. He's just going to play Jet now. Yeah, yeah I'm going to play Jet. I'm going to play that little. I'd never noticed so that. Cool. Even if even if Paul played that, that's fantastic. And yeah, then so a little save, little it's a little classic blues trick that is, Dave. You just it's like a Jerry Jerry Lee Lewis kind of thing. You just go with the thumb and the tiny little pinky finger, and you just do the octave. Straight after that, you have got the organ solo. And then when he comes back in. I thought the major was a little lady suffer a jet. Just 
that twist on it. Fantastic. And then you've got the harmonies, talking about stacked harmonies earlier. He's on, really going for this, isn't it? I don't oh think I've ever seen Dave proper like, lawyer politically mode here. make a case as <laughs> yeah, hard as I this mean, since he, we've been it, doing this. Put it away, Cicero. When, when, he, um, when he says the, the armator and then, and then the much, it goes into the much later and you've got the stacked harmonies. the bit where he uh, pronounces the T on jet in the beginning. Jets. I do love that when he really yeah strings out those T's. I meant to, I meant to talk about that. Jets. It's, yeah. it's got all of the fine details that we loved about the Beatles records. The production is fantastic. I mean, the stacking of that vocal sound of that jet and just, it just, you can hear him just in there. It's a, it's a great blend. It's a great stack. It just sounds fantastic. And the synth, the synths are good. We haven't talked much about the synths on this. No, album, the synth, these, yeah. There's some lovely synth stuff on this. Yeah. It's fun. It's weird sounding synth. It's like the sort of Maxwell mm. Silver Hambury weirdness, but um, yeah, it's great. Anyway, yeah. now, now play us, let, let me roll it so we can revel in yeah. that as well. Yeah, so come on, like, Dave, trying to trick us into voting for Jet. Oh, darling. There you go. <laughs> Stop it, Hughes. Are oh, you want to hear some more? Yes. I can tell you how I feel. My heart is like a wheel. Let me roll it. Let me roll it to you. Let me roll it. Let So it's Jet for Dave, quite clearly, almost outrageous. Yeah, I've never seen him like this pushing, before. He's pushing hard. Oh, my God. It's really putting me off voting yeah. for Jet, which is irritating because I want to vote for Jet. Because we've listened to both of them. I love them both. But Jet is so extraordinarily exciting. It's oh. just a great pop song. It just does everything a great pop song needs to do. It just... Is it just totally well, Dave's irritated you. I want you to think about three things. One, mm. Dave's irritated you by overstating the case. Yeah. Lady protesteth too yeah. much. God, two, late on two. Six. There was the air punch, which the listeners can't see, but was really oh, awful. Like, it was the worst God, middle don't... class Englishman oh, air punch oh, ever. Oh, the stomach is yeah, churning. Just exactly. And three, you owe me from voting if I'm voting for let me roll yeah. it earlier. So fuck it, let me <laughs> roll it. <laughs> Love it. There you go. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> hey. Seriously, Brett, what, that, what are you voting that for? That was seriously what he's voting for. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. This is. I really, obviously, I love. I, I prefer Jet. I'm gonna. Don't, don't. You've just voted. You can't. It's like Jenga. You can't put the. I piece have back. just voted. I can't. I've put just it back. written down on on my paper. I've just written down Jet. That was just fractionally before he voted. I just can't see any way that you could what vote. Why you don't, don't rig over, this shit over Jet? I mean, Jet would be in the conversation for the greatest McCartney songs ever, including as, Beatles as songs. As would flipping this one, yeah, I mean, uh, including all his Beatles catalogue. Let, let me roll, roll it. Would awesome. not be in the top thirty, fifty. It's just going to keep <laughs> adding to the number now. <laughs> just saying numbers now. No. <laughs> No, right, he's voted. Come on, move on. It's, let me yeah, roll it. I've got, I've got him voting for Jet. So you can't. Finals... Well, he didn't vote. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just you were just laying it on too thick, Hughes. I'm so sorry. I should. I, I just a moment of madness. 
I voted for Let Me Roll In. I should have voted for Jet because... Yeah, but just stand by uh, your... I, I you know, stick Jet. to your guns here. Come on. Okay, so uh, the final, not that we care anymore, is Band on the Run. <laughs> <laughs> no, the final is Band on the Run against Let Me Roll It. That sticks in the throat. Oh, deservedly. Yeah. It's beautiful. Sorry, Hughes. I can see Dave does look disappointed. Okay, so the final... The final. Get down to it. Build the tension. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go on then. Get on it. Band on the run. <laughs> That's a shock, isn't it? So you're not a big fan of Let Me Roll no, It. I mean, it's good. It's a great. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's not a great song. Dave, you're you're literally like the only man on God's earth that wants to take like four tracks off Band on the Run and replace them with shit from Red Rose Speedway. It's like you haven't got a leg to stand on right now. The whole there are people shouting at the radio or that have stopped listening to the podcast. They started and they're like, oh, listen to the English blokes chatting, and then they've like they've thrown their coke at the radio and destroyed their fucking because it's like because the stuff you're coming up with about man on the run it's just it's, it's morally irreprehensible some of it right so to get back to the the attempt at building some kind of tension or or kind of narrative focus we're in the final <laughs> we've we're no longer discussing what was or should have been on band on the run these two songs are going yeah. head to head let me roll it versus band on the okay. run band on the run for me so uh, yep band on the run well, for dave that, yeah. i mean there's no surprise no. there um i'm gonna I'm definitely going to go for Band on the Run because it's just a phenomenal song. It's one of the great pop songs. When he hits those notes in the chorus, it's just proper. If you wanted a definition of a pop song... It's well, you could pick endless bits, though. It's like you say that bit for me. I think the bit where you get the do-do-do-do-do and then the 12-string comes in. It's just it's yeah. like, oh, my God, what's happening in this record? Yeah. yeah, it's just it's amazing. Even his little drum fill right at the start is just phenomenal. So many bits. And the you synthesizer know. again... So we're gonna bass playing bass. the little the little riffs the little riffs he adds um, you know as it goes along do 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 you know all of that stuff it's just so many different little bits it's amazing amazing so it's got to be it's got to be right it's banner yeah. for me got to be are you happy now David are you happy now um I would have gone Jet no what for, to win would you. Yeah. Well, you're just wrong, aren't you? You'd have voted for Jet. If um, <laughs> if it had been Band on the Run Jet in the final, Jet would have had it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I might have voted for Jet What's in the final. You? <laughs> you might have voted for Jet over Band on the Run. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just trying to wait one oh, game up. I thought you'd gone to the dark side for a minute. Sorry, Husey. Sorry, Husey. I should have put Jet through. It was my error. That was beautiful. It was a beautiful through. moment in rock history, to be honest. Is, is there anything that you would have voted, just, just for the record, is there anything that you would have voted over Band on the Run, or is that your favourite song on the album? Yeah, I think, again, it's going to come down to... You, I mean, Jet is the, is great because of the production, because he caught the vocal in that moment, and they just got it, the blend of it perfectly right, but Band on the Run is just a phenomenal song. I mean, I still would put this as his best solo album. But what would you put as your best McCartney solo album? Albums. I don't. I don't. Yeah, this. Uh, what the top one? Um, this or Ram? Yeah, I don't know which. Maybe Ram. So, Band on the Run has it, and you've been listening to McCartney in Gold. For more sources or information on what we've rambled on about, go to the website, which is McCartneyingold.com. I understand that the right way to finish a podcast is to ask for a five-star review. What we prefer even more is if you told a trusted friend about this undisciplined musical waffle. That would be even better. Paul hasn't been listening to this. I've, I've, I've hardly been listening, and I was there. 
I've just been talking. I don't listen to anything anybody else says. But he has been standing in goal. You can go now, Paul. Bye, Paul. We love you. Oh, bye. Yeah, just giving into it, Just giving into it now. Yeah, just got to go. I do love Maka. Yeah. I do love him. I wouldn't want him Red. to be hurt yeah, in the recording of the podcast. I just don't necessarily oh, buy terrible. into the fictional concept that he might be.